How come this cat wasn't in the musical Cats? I'm Sam. Uh, give me a second, guys. I gotta... I, I gotta get back into my cat skin suit. I'm Jackie. The first person to bring up a Ted Nugent joke has to clean the litter box. Oh wait, that's me. I'm Justin, and this is Uninvited on Stinker Madness. Hello, welcome to a very special Spooktober episode of Secret Madness. I think we have time to get one more in. Actually, we'll release an episode on Halloween Day On Halloween, this year. it's going to be a special Woo! one, too. I'll save it for the end. Woo! Uh, this week on the show, currently streaming on Tubi TV from 1987, directed by one uh, Graydon Clark from Secret Madness Hall of Fame, and uh, Kluga Luger, and anybody else in this thing? I mean, George Kennedy, Alex George, Cord. Oh, geez, Jesus, Fuck. George Kennedy. God damn it. Uh, yeah, The Uninvited I'll... currently streaming on TV, Tubi TV from 1987. Sam, go. So, uh, Graydon made this for $200,000. $90,000 was George Kennedy, Kluga Luger, Alex Cord, and the boat rental. Nice. <laughs> and you're uh, like, let's, let's uh, adjust that for today's inflation. What are we thinking about? Like a million? I yeah, two hundred k nineteen eighty seven. No, according to the inflation, I don't get it because it's like in today's money that'd be like three hundred eighty five thousand dollars. I'm like, I'm pretty sure the inflation is worse than that. It's yeah. on the TV. Yeah, the inflation. So, eggs, no. three dollars. The inflation <laughs> in nineteen eighty seven, eggs were only a penny for a dozen. So there, by you that just, math, this movie cost more than freaking Avengers Endgame. Just had to make a joke about Reagan and people would throw eggs at you in the 80s. <laughs> uh, so the cat had yeah, to have okay. two trainers because right. it's a cat, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> didn't appear uh, to like being in this movie. Oh, it did not <laughs> like uh, what is Sherry uh, Shattuck? The the who what was her name in this movie? Um, Suzanne. Suzanne, yeah, yeah, yeah. Suzanne's the one like, oh, I love you, Kitty, and the cat's like, fuck <laughs> off! <laughs> I fucking hate you. <laughs> they also couldn't really get a lot of uh, good foley work with cats in general, so there's only two meows that are fucked with and rearranged oh, yeah. and done, oh, yeah. and they had a good time with it because um, the cat sounds are frequent mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in this in this movie and they don't need to be but they are because <laughs> Graydon Clark was like more cat sounds this will be more fun I know what kind of a turd I'm making here listen to me and just fucking ratchet that cat business up to 11 please people yeah, I mean, are gonna love it and they and I, we did it's like the bad ADR that you see the guy in the shot and he his ADR is saying something, but his lips aren't moving. That exact same thing happens with the cat. The cat's mouth is closed and it's mewing constantly. <laughs> and it's funny that you can like speed up and slow down cat sounds and there's still cat sounds. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> like cats are weird. Yep. Um Shot it in 18 days. Probably okay. took a couple days off in that. Yeah. The miniatures party. and the escape boat sequence at the end. Because, you you know, that's racking up a build a rent the boat. You can't fucking sink it. So he did that right. with, with miniatures and then a real, uh, you know, it looked like a Livingston, actually. Mm-hmm. The escape boat wasn't really an escape boat. It was a Livingston. It was in his swimming yeah. pool in his backyard. Ah. Uh-huh. He had to shoot some of the. Uh, boat engine room sequences were in his garage. <laughs> I love it. 
I love it too. Um, you can go to Klugeluger or not Klugeluger, Graydon Clark's website and buy his book, um, on the cheap, my life and low budget filmmaking. He's still alive. If any of his movies are out of print, you can buy them directly from him for 15 bucks. He will also sign the book. However, you would Mm. like it addressed when you buy it from him. Um, I think at this point, if we do another Graydon Clark movie, I'm going to have to read that book and we're probably going to need to email him and see if he wants to do the show because he's got the contact right on there. It's like, you know, you probably would do it. So sadly, speaking of people, well, go ahead. I think you're about to say what I'm about to say as well. So go ahead. Oh, well, I was going to say if he's still alive, sadly, we lost Kluga Luger like uh, three months ago. Yeah. He's no longer with us. Which is unfortunate because I just like saying his name. He was top form in this one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, and I guess he just showed up and Graydon Clark's like, are you going to just do whatever? And he's like, fuck, yeah, I'm just going to do whatever I feel Luka like Luka. doing right there. And the, the teeth. What was the story with his teeth? It's like, oh, my kid knows how to make fake teeth. Look at this. Huh? <laughs> So Suntal makes the fake teeth, and he's like, ah, I'm Albert, look at me, I'm a goon, and just is awesome. The yeah, movie great. sort of needed, I I could have used more of him, but the limited time we had with him was was wonderful. Sam, um, where are you at? Uh, who, t- give me a choice, Kluga Luger or Cameron Mitchell, because they're essentially the same career. I need both, sorry. Okay. I can't choose. <laughs> I can't choose. It's peanut butter and jelly, <laughs> especially because they're like they're different though. They have essentially the same clear, but on screen they're very different men. Very different. Yes. And with uh, Cameron Mitchell, you get sort of like he's muddling through the part for X amount of time, and then all of a sudden he just like wakes up like that's a fucking grenade. <laughs> and you're like, whoa, hey, you're alive. Um. So the rest of him. So Alex Cord, you know who he is, right? He's actually. Kind of could be, he would be comparable to Cameron Mitchell or Clue Galuger, save one big deal that he made. Mm. He's the eye patch guy from Airwolf. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Yes, he is. You're absolutely yeah. right. I haven't yeah. thought about that guy in a long time. So the uh, the dipshit kid that has the sort of, the one that's the Wall Street worshiper and the uh, boyfriend of Suzanne or the boner guy of Suzanne. Mm-hmm. Gary one, two, and three. That's how we're going to reference these guys. They're all Garys. But he's Rob Estes from Silk Stockings. Oh, that was a show. That's right. And Melrose Place. But Rob Estes. I mean, that's a. I actually like that show. Wasn't and Silk he's Stockings good like a? It. Wasn't it like a sexy show? Kind of. They had a really a sexy, sexy intro sequence. And it yeah. was really just they were just detectives. It was just okay. a detective right. show. Right. So I was like, "Ooh, look at this! It's hot ladies! Wow!" Jackie, uh, did you watch the uh, Silk Stockings? No. Did you even know about the silk stockings? No. What about La Femme Nikita? Wasn't that on at the same time slot? Or also right on USA, yes. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> nope. Okay, I'm going <coughs> to... Yeah, Rob Estes. Okay. I like him. Right. Right. Uh, Sherry Shattuck. You're talking about the the blonde guy, right? Yeah. Gary Wong. Okay. Yeah. He's not blonde in real life. He's got very dark hair. So in, in silk stockings, like when I pulled it up and it's like i see rob estes i'm like holy shit that was rob estes I, all you do is change his hair and i can't recognize him i should have recognized him um yeah. sherry shattuck who plays suzanne you've seen in him everything because she's been in an episode or five episodes of every goddamn thing from a team to dallas and all of it right sure um 
she married the bass player for the band player. Do you remember them? The band player. Like the band and their name was Player. Player. I don't remember them, no. I've already forgotten their big hit. It was in okay. 1978. <laughs> Baby, come back. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. The bass player, huh? Bobby, <laughs> the other booby lady. No, they had a couple hits, and then he goes on to acting, and then they get divorced in 2002. Um, Claire Carey, who plays Bobby. Anybody recognize mm-hmm. her? She almost looks like the... Wife or daughter from Coach, but she's not. She's the I don't wife think. from Coach. Coach, that's okay, Kelly that's Fox. She, okay, all right, all right. I, I was like, yep. I, it seems familiar. So the she's people hot. made it. People made she's it really out of looking. this. Anybody? Anybody else think that oh, she was? She a was smoke a smoke show. Wow, Jackie, thumbs up. Uh, we're talking about the one that was doing the jazzercise, right, the, on the boat. The hot one. Okay. Yeah, her. The one with the short curly hair. Yeah. Yeah, dude, she's. Oh my god, yeah. How come, I would kill to look like that. How come we didn't get more? Like, why Coach? Like, I understand that this is B movie and all that, but like, I mean, I mean, I guess Coach is better than being in shitty B movies. But like, she should have been in a shit ton of shitty B movies. I could have gone for a lot more of her. Yeah, I don't know. And she did so much. I mean, maybe she was. I'd have to dig deeper because. Once you make it into coach, you make it into other stuff. So you got to go back to this time period or before to find where all of those may have come out. Because I mean, the other thing about Sherry Shattuck is I feel like he was trying to make this keep it to where kids can pull it off the video shelf, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Because he flirted with the boobs and Graydon Clark has no problem showing boobs. And uh, Sherry Shattuck had no problem getting them out. So sure. Yeah, it's one of like the at this point in her career when she wasn't doing TV, she was taking her shirt off pretty much. Um, not that there's anything wrong with that. That that's I what like I it. do too. That mm-hmm. that's how I moonlight. Mm-hmm. You know, when I'm not doing this podcast, I'm taking off my shirt somewhere. Just standing next to the train tracks. There's Jackie. She's got. I don't know how she gets paid for this and where she thinks it's gonna go, but there she is. She's got him out again. <laughs> yep. Every once in a while, I get hit with a quarter <laughs> from the train. It hurts, Ow! but you know it's worth it. <laughs> So uh, Tony Hudson, who plays the one of the survivors, the two survivors are two of the people that really don't survive this movie, or no. this is their biggest thing. Eric Larson and uh, the other guy, the, I'm already dead. The poison's in my blood. He's <laughs> yeah. in like my Gary science T. experiment and some other movies okay. around this time. Right. But like, this is kind of his biggest deal too. So those three hmm. didn't go on to magical things like everyone else did. Um and that's, what about Rich Yacht Guy? That's Alex Cord, the guy from fucking Airwolf. Yeah, yeah he was an Airwolf. <coughs> and okay. a bunch of Westerns. And he, he had a pretty illustrious career. Mm-hmm. And as I said, without Airwolf, he's Klugeluger or uh, Cameron Mitchell kind of a thing. Can but anybody, he got Airwolf. Can anybody hum the theme to Airwolf right now? <laughs> Comes up over the hill. And then nothing happens in that episode, and like Airwolf's in it for like five minutes. Like, then hey, Jan Michael no Vincent shows you... up drunk and punches a lady. <laughs> you never I have s- no idea what you guys are talking about. You've never about. seen Airwolf? No. Oh what my the god, fuck? that that is happening. You how? Yeah, that, I don't know. That's I've like never saying, seen it. I've never seen an episode of Knight Rider. It's 
the same it's, show. It's the same show with a helicopter. In a helicopter. Yeah, dude. Has to be done. That we gotta take care of that right now. Pause the podcast. Sorry, guys. No show this week. Jackie's gonna get an education on her her culture of her people. <laughs> Airwolf. That's like, I should also apologize for my voice this week. I am a kind of sick. Yeah, we've all got. So to, if I sound weird, I apologize. Eh, you're all right. We'll du- we'll dub you out and post. It'll it'll be fine. <laughs> just cut you all the way out. We'll replace Thanks. your appreciate that your dialogue with two cat sounds <laughs> <Yeah>. recorded <laughs> and fucked with. Mew mew mew. All right, where else we got? <laughs> I asked pretty much it on this. I mean, standard Graydon Clark fair. Okay. Written and directed by. It's not standard Graydon Clark. I mean, Graydon Clark is somebody I really enjoy, but this is very outside of his normal wheelhouse. Because what else have we done? We did the uh, the one with Darby Hinton, uh, the Lady Squad, uh, tough stuff. Uh, you know, one of those Lady Squad movies. And then, uh, oh, crud. Okay, I, I got it written down. Hold on. Um. No, he doesn't. He's a liar. I could see him just flipping through pages. <laughs> Angels Brigade. Angels Brigade, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which right, we've right. done. Joysticks, mm-hmm. we've done. Joysticks. Good Forbidden one. Dance, we've done. Good one, yep. Did we do Black Shampoo? We did not. We, we did. haven't done no. Black Shampoo, but we watched it. Um, And Final Justice, which everybody else has done. Yeah, right, yeah, with uh, Joe Don Baker. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we've got, uh, we've got more on the way. And uh, Dark Future's another one that... Uh, Star yeah. Games, uh, Dance Macabre. There's a whole whole slew of them. But uh, anyways, so this is a little, a little out of his wheelbox. He hasn't done too many horror movies. But where we are <coughs> is a science building. And inside the science building is animal testing. I don't know if it's animal research or like, you know, they're putting the shampoo on the cats to test the beauty care products these guys are shady I'm animal sure testers this is, this is a makeup line because yeah. this cat has some incredible lashes you know they're testing a new lash <laughs> growth serum on, on this cat this is goop and the cat is not going to take it anymore goop hq gwyneth paltrow's in there the top level <laughs> yeah it's we see uh three other cats that look exactly like this cat so i am also to assume that there was two handlers and various cats because of you know cats Right, right. And yeah. Cat movie stars and how that works out well. Now, there's- you know, one of those cats probably ran away with the stunt cat. <laughs> to and that's it. why they had to have three of them. They were like, just get three that look alike because you know one of them's going to run away with the stunt cat. So we've got head science guy and he looks at some x rays and he's like, there's a tumor in this cat. Let's go, let's cut it open and take a look. Yeah. <laughs> that's. What the whole plot of this movie is about, delivered in one line that there's a tumor in that cat that they didn't put there. Yeah. There's a growth. They're like, what's growing inside that cat? I don't know. Let's open it up and find he out. He says it's a tumor. Does he? Okay. By looking at x-rays, but you can't see x- tumors on x-rays. I Unclear. Well, the next thing that happens is they like grab the cat. Mm-hmm. And they're like, here, kitty kitty. And then they put it on a table and the cat <laughs> runs away. And they're like, oh, that one got away. Wait, we should well, run after it. That cat's dangerous, I think. Because <laughs> they just let the cat get away. And then they're like, oh, shit, chase it. Like, <laughs> after giving it ample time to get all the way away. 
I also like that they had a giant syringe that <clears> would have, you know, like, they would have injected that cat. He would have been dead. Oh, it was filled like, to the brim with whatever anesthesia is. It wasn't anesthesia. They were going to poison that cat. It would die. He was going to die. Whatever they put in. I mean, it's too much of anything. Even if it's freaking catnip. That cat's ODing. Mil- Here, we're going to inject you straight with milk. <laughs> ah! I mean, like, all of the yeah. good cat stuff. It's too much of it. Whatever it is. <coughs> Damn, my throat. And I like how they show the cat the needle, too. Like, it's coming yeah, at you, uh, cat. Yeah. Like, and like, the cat's probably seen, like, a million of these needles. He's like, there is no way I'm letting you do that. Last time I woke up and my butthole was so swollen I couldn't poop for a week. Last time I... I am fucking out of here. Last time you did that, you put a tumor in me or something. I don't know. But then, then the radiation alarm goes off, too. Like, the cat is loose. Ring the... Ra- Why weren't you guys wearing radiation... I don't know. Who? I mean, like, you also should have been hand. Like, the cat can't be radiated, right? It's, <laughs> it's radioactive the cat. They're <laughs> just. They're like, fuck it. We're scientists. We don't care whether we live or die. <laughs> yeah, like fucking <laughs> Marie. Uh, <coughs> what's her name? Uh, Jesus, the Mary Curie. Mary Curie. Yeah, that gave herself the radiation so we all could live. Um, anyways, these guys in hazmat suits, they get it cornered and they dark on it, but it's, so it's falling asleep and they're about to pick it up, but inside is a smaller, much more evil cat (laughs) that lives in its mouth. I mean, put it on paper and say, let's make a movie about a much smaller, more evil cat that lives inside of a nice fluffy tomcat. Yeah. Not to mention this cat also looks like it's been run over because it's very flat with very short little hands. Mm-hmm. Did anybody else notice that about Killer Cat? Well, it's a hand puppet. Yeah. It's great. Oh. It, it's shaped like a hand, Jackie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that cat looks like a hand puppet <laughs> because that's what it is. Jim Henson did not participate in this film. <laughs> nope. And we're okay. glad. So this thing pops out, and it looks like shit, and it's hilarious already, and then the hazmat guys just explode. Like, ah, I'm here, and they just go pop, 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 because all yeah. you see is tons of blood hitting the wall. Like, you don't see this thing bite them, and then every time you see this thing bite somebody for the rest of the movie, it's like small wounds that are, you know, makeup-sized wounds, but these guys just go <laughs> Yeah, they explode. <laughs> It doesn't know, it's sort of like a rattlesnake. The first few times it doesn't know how to, you know, tone down its whatever it does. Because we find uh, out later it's poisonous beyond being radioactive. Um, Then they go back to, they're going to chase the cat down anyway. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) they're at the waiting at the elevator and he's like, did you see what the radioactive cat did to the hazmat team? And he goes, shut up about that. (laughs) (laughs) we don't talk about that here (laughs) and then he's like this security guard looks like a shit give me your gun dickhead maybe he signed uh, like one of those facebook style ndas like we don't talk about that here because you signed an nda yeah it's ironclad not even inside the building can you talk about stuff So, yeah, they chase down the cat and are killed by the secondary cat in its mouth. Right. Also, can I ask a question now? Yes. Is 
help me. I mean, let's just get to the anatomy of this damn thing. <laughs> it's not that. I mean, it's, there's a one cat inside of another cat. Or is it half an evil cat that replaces the tongue part of the parent cat? No, because at one point later in the movie, the evil cat crawls all the way out of oh, the cat. Right. It crawls and back then into the what cat. happens to the normal cat when the evil cat is gone is it's just like in paralysis. It's like. Oh no, the best part of me is gone. And it just lays there with its mouth open, waiting for the evil cat to re-shrink. Because once the the tiny cat crawls out of Uh its mouth, it Uh gets bigger than the original cat. True, yes. Okay. Or maybe the evil cat is controlling the... Like, it's like a a wolf in sheep's clothing? It's It's just a skin suit? It's just an evil cat that can grow to large sizes after it gets out of its other cat that's just a normal cat. Cat skin suit. You say cat skin suit, Jackie. Yep. That there is only one evil cat, and the other is just a skin suit. Right, because he's got a – I mean, he's an ugly little fucker, right? Nobody's going to pick this cat up off the street. And if they do see it, they're going to be like, oh, my God, we got to put that poor thing out of its misery. Uh He needs cat skin suit in order to survive and have – and prey upon cat lovers to feed him and take care of him. (sighs) Jackie and does have a point. Pool. Why? But would then it raises a question at the ending that I now have to save. Well, I can't. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Got to write gonna, this I'm down just now. Throw this out. If Evil Cat wasn't wearing a skin suit, so that it could get snuggles, because cats like snuggles, even evil ones, and uh, you know, catnip and the and the meow mix. Uh, why wouldn't it just be on its own? Like goodbye, my symbiote good cat well i mean let's break this down here this cat doesn't want to be on the street yeah it didn't want to be a lab cat anymore Mm -hmm. but it also is used to like climate controlled living not getting rained on true not having predators right so it it doesn't want to get chased by the neighborhood dog it Mm -hmm. doesn't want some bum coming up and peeing on it when it's trying to sleep under a cardboard box (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's it's got to have a it's got to have a skin suit. I'm I'm with Jackie. Sam, you have you have the ability to argue later on uh, the logistics, but let's move on. Okay. All right. So, uh, it uh, it eat it's eating another guy, <coughs> and then it skitters around a bunch, and then the main guy uh, gets it as it jumps off of a car, or from the sunroof, or I don't know where this thing came from, but our main scientist also dies. Wow, the cat just killed all of them, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're all yeah. dead. All of science is dead. And then it sneaks out a vent. Like, it uh, appears to, from the inside, like, loosen the screws that keep the vent plate on and then sneaks out into the city. I think that the evil cat crawls out and headbutts the vent open and then mm. goes back into the cat. And then it's just like, I'm a normal kitty. Yum, yum, yum. <laughs> meow, meow, meow. <laughs> Oh my god, cat humor. Okay, so elsewhere, uh there's we get our two ladies and these oh these two are dressed head to toe more iconic like not iconic like they've gone way past the border of 80s look than anybody on this show ever. They've got the high heels, the electric colored high heels, the mm-hmm. electric swimsuits that are with the oversized t-shirts that have been cut out and styled. Um, they got the frizzy hair going on. 
They look great. They look great. They're also vagrants because they have no they're hotel vagrants. and they're there for <laughs> spring break. I think that's what happens with spring break is that the hotel rooms are mostly booked. Everybody shows up anyway. You start drinking. And you just wake up in different hotel floors. Mm-hmm. They hadn't made it to that part where they got drunk at a party yet. Yeah. Uh, ma'am, you can't stay here. You don't have any reservations. I got no place else to go. Yeah. And, you know, the, if you're going to be a a vagrant, you don't go to a nice hotel. They're going to they're gonna pick you out of a crowd and they're going to throw your ass out on the street. Yeah, they go to like the Ritz-Carlton to start. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. They've yeah. got bad plans. They also brought too much luggage. <laughs> yeah, dude, you need a knapsack with a change of bikini. And that's it. That's some it. wet wipes to bathe with. Yeah, maybe some... You can get those for free at the coffee shop. <laughs> you just got to bring some anyway so that you can rub the screwing off yourself every once in a while. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right, so some rich guy sees him out in the hallway asking for a hotel room and getting denied, and he's like, hey, ladies, uh, uh, they're with me, Bob. Uh-huh. Let them in. And he, they're like, oh, thank you. And he's like, well... Uh, I didn't actually help you get a room. I just said, stop hassling them, but go have some dinner and then maybe we'll go on my yacht later. And they're like, Ooh. So they yeah, did. At first, the coach lady's like, I don't know about this guy. But then Suzanne's like, ah, fuck you. We got free everything. We just got to blow this guy a bunch. She's like, <laughs> okay, that is, that's simple math. You're right. You're going to blow everybody anyway. So. Yeah, you were, you were going to blow dudes that only had Budweiser. Now you got a guy with a yacht and you don't want to blow him. What the fuck is going on here? So George Kennedy pulls up in a limo and he steps out and he goes and meets our guy, our rich guy. His name is Walter. And uh, I guess he's an investment broker or something. What's Walter's bag? What's he doing? Insider trading, I guess, because the SEC is after him. Okay. All right. And uh, they're like, George Kennedy's like, "Uh, sir, we have a meeting you need to get to. Quit uh, fooling around with these bimbos and uh, let's let's get to it on your yacht. He's like, no, give me 10 minutes. I haven't had my dessert. And they're like, we'll eat it. All right, fine. They uh, go go to his yacht. And there he's got a dude who I don't know whose job is. He's like a banker or something, and they're like, hey, Daryl, here's $3 million. Now let's go over to the hot tub uh, and die because yeah, you think you're a rat? Why do you give him the $3 out. million? Dollars? And then George Kennedy's like, drink this and stop being such a pussy. And he hands him like a drink, which is apparently applesauce, because uh, on none of Graydon Clark's films did he allow real alcohol on the sets because it would have got loose. They got loose. Loose, loose, like those yeah. uh, David Winters movies. Yeah. Like they got Minnesota, fucking drunk on those things. Minnesota boat parties. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but they, I can't tell what happens here. It's like they're, okay, you got to keep doing your thing. And then. Here's $3 million. He seems like he's a little squeamish and they're like, nope, this guy sucks. Let's fucking kill him. <laughs> they're like, clue, kill him. And he does. And then he gets cold from it. You're right. <laughs> He's like, oh, this hot tub is cold. He's like Klugeluger, the aging hitman that is officially too old for this shit. <laughs> you clean that up, Albert. Oh, I don't want to get, get drunk. Everything ready for the party. It's like, mm-hmm. 
I don't think Albert's the man for this job. He's the, no. He did fine drowning that guy, and I mean, that's heavy lifting. I think he gets the rest of the day off. I think he had some help from one of the biggest, strongest men that's ever lived. No, no the guy just like, well, yeah. Um, George Kennedy. My, George Kennedy tosses a- him into yeah. the hot tub like a sack of potatoes, and then Clue finishes him off. But Jackie, you ever seen Cool Hand Luke? No. Okay. Oh, my God. George Kennedy's a mountain of a man. He was big. He was a when big he, dude. End of his life when he could barely walk and I met him at his house. He was physically imposing as a shell of himself. It was still like, my God, you're a big guy. Yeah, I think I think George Kennedy could pick up any investment banker and throw them over his head, period. Like any of them. By himself. So, Clue, good job. Good job helping out. I like your style, Albert. But I hired George Kennedy for a reason. Uh, he's a giant man that's a killer assassin and doesn't get cold after getting in a hot tub. But it seems like Mike is also a banker. Also that. <laughs> you know? He's, he's the best of both worlds. Maybe he was such he was he was whacking guys and tossing them like javelins, mm-hmm. and then he saw the real money happening on the side, and he's like, "You know what? I got to get into this action. I'm smart enough. I can get into this action too, and still get my hands dirty every now and once in a while." Because he yeah. doesn't seem to have any qualms with shooting people later. Yeah, he could kill my enemies and set up free checking for me at the same time. Yeah, I'm double dipping. Meanwhile, Jackie has taken her glasses off and is smashing her eyeballs into her head because I had an eyelash that was poking me in the eye. <laughs> you sure it wasn't uh, something uninvited? I was, tr- <laughs> I was trying to push my two wormholes back in. <laughs> they can't come out for this episode. They really want to reveal themselves and I told them no. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Weird. Um. So back at the hotel, uh oh 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 well we should mention that at some point i like this cat business we got to get back to because there's two plots in this movie and uh the cat is wandering the streets there's a mechanic guy at like a lube shop and he's just chilling out and he's like hey you seem like a nice little kitty how about some milk kitty and the kitty's like i'm a kitty i like milk and starts eating up the milk. And this dude's like, hey, bro, can I borrow the keys to your bathroom? Also, die. He <laughs> yeah, punches him. And then he robs the gas station. And the cat's like, not on my fucking watch. Not on my fucking watch. <laughs> and the cat fucking jumps into the back of the pickup. And as they're driving down the street, busts in through the back window and rips the guy's neck open and then survives a heinous car crash that he causes. Yeah. Turned it over about six times in a pickup, tr- a 1965 Chevy. Uh, don't think he was buckled in, but he's good to go. See, this is the first instant that I want to call attention to where the cat enacts, hey, that man was nice to me and you were not nice to him. You are now my enemy. Yeah. Evil cat. No, if this robbery doesn't happen, all that happens in this movie is some girls blow a dude on a boat <laughs> and a cat starts a lifelong friendship with a man and it's the shop cat. Because yep. mechanics are known to be like 
I know several mechanics that are like, yeah, that cat showed up one day. I feed it, it. It eats all of the mice. That's, you know, Henry the shop cat. Just that would have been boring, but that's what would have happened. That's what would have happened. But it's instead, funny. crime. It's a funny world we live in. <laughs> Instead of crime, crime happens now. Crime happened, and this cat had no other choice but to become the monster that science made it. I don't know if there is crime, Sam. Like, who are you arresting in this film? And what's the charge? The robbery. Pissing off this cat. <laughs> I think the cat is on to the savings and loan scandal with uh, okay. Alex Cord, too. Okay. <laughs> All right. So back at the hotel, the ladies found they've discovered what happens on all spring breaks. A group of tools, uh, which is three Garys. Gary one, the blonde guy. Gary two, the curly haired Mickey Dolan's looking type guy. And curly or Gary three, the scientist of the group. I get he's a biologist. Biologist. Biology student. Yeah. Right. He knows how to use a microscope. He's one year away from his doctorate degree. Okay. All right. So he's not doing bad. He's slightly less Gary than the other two. But then why is he at spring break? Yeah. Because he's a fucking douchebag. Okay. okay. No, he's back to being a full-on Gary then. Yeah. I mean, any guy who's going to go down to, to participate in a spring break like that, you are a piece of shit. And I like I like Gary one because he is full-on just like... All right, buddy, I'm going to show you how to pick up on these chicks. And, like, it's so, it's, I, it's the guy that just bought a boat on Saturday Night Live. That's who he is. I mean, if you've ever seen that yeah. bit, that is who <laughs> he is. I've got a small penis. <laughs> All right, Brosif. God damn it, man. You are hamming it up. <clears throat> so, yeah, these girls are like, oh, I'm sure this rich guy that just wants blowjobs won't mind if we bring a sausage party and a cat to his yacht. Some much younger and better looking dudes than him. Yeah, and if you're the guy who is chartering them onto the yacht, mm-hmm. shouldn't you be the guy that also says, no, we're, we're no. full up on sausage yeah. today, ladies. No, we're good. Either you two we're get good. on the boat. Yeah. These guys need to fuck off. Hey, I think there's a Taco Bell down the street, boys. Why don't you get a couple handies from behind there? But you're not getting on that yacht. Well, he does when they eventually make it there because they go, oh, yeah, it's going to be great. We're going to go on the cruise to the Caribbean instead of the spring break sausage fest that we were going to go to. And they're like, oh, OK, that sounds good. And they're like, hey, there's a cat. And the <laughs> biology almost doctor's like, wow, this is a lab experiment cat. And she's like, no, it's not. I love it. And the cat's like, leave me alone. We, sh- I, I, we can't fail to mention that they feign the cat in a storage bin. This cat gets binned a lot. It gets binned. Like, is it going in the bin on its own accord or is somebody being like, oh, that was, this is where we put strays? Bins. Well, no, because it bins itself on the boat with the wine or later. Like, this cat has an uncanny ability to get itself stuck in bins. <laughs> What's in here? Oh, no, the lid. Yeah. So <coughs> they get there, and sure enough, Walter's like, fuck off, all of you. Yeah, all of no, you Walter fuck is. off. Walter, because he's in charge, but the, Jackie's saying the man that delivered them to the yacht should have pre-been like, uh, they're not going. Yeah. I know my boss. Are you kidding me right now? You two, like, the, the bouncer... The big guy who checks out everybody in front of Studio 54 sees these three Garys and is like, uh-uh. But you two? Yeah, you're fine. Actually, uh, maybe just the uh, 
gal from Coach. I feel like he's not really working directly for Walter because he just leaves after that. He's just like a boatman. So he's like, whatever, I just drive the boat. Get on here. If you get kicked off, well, I'll bring you back. My boat, man. <laughs> he's crossing the river sticks. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> they, uh, so they're all on the boat. And uh, Walter's like, get the hell out of here. Wait, hold on, hold on. The Our captain, Rachel, says... We don't have a crew. We got to get the heck out of here because you're in some legal stuff. But I'm not actually saying that. You're saying that. But we're going to skip over that part because uh, the SEC wants to get you. Either way, we need a crew. These guys look like. Dickheads. Dickheads. Uh, so, you know, put them to work. They'll work. They'll do. You, man, the joint stem. And you get the hissle pistol. And the. Push Yeah, bodies. you're the cook, you're the cleaner, you're the maid. Okay, That's so. what George Kennedy decides after he yeah. has reluctantly <laughs> decided not to throw them all off of the boat at once, which because you can see in his eyes. Jackie, that's, they are qualified to be maids, maybe cooks, and what was the other job? Toilet scrubber. Toilet scrubber, yeah, they're definitely qualified to be toilet scrubbers. To operate a ship, and this is a ship. They keep calling it a boat. It's not It's not a boat. It's a ship. A ship can have boats on it, such as lifeboats. It's a ship. In order to man a ship, you must have some qualifications of being a seaman. <laughs> and, uh, phrasing. And they do, they, 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 you, hoist the gizmo, Dicky. What? It, it, I don't know what no that is. hoisting the sails here, Justin. No, no but you, you, ha you have to have a crew in the engine room. Uh-huh. There's, you probably need at least five people to run this boat, five full-time employees. I'm a boat of this size. And that's not a very large crew, but that's, I mean, five, they have one. Three Garys are not qualified to no. take care of, they're all going down. What's that ahead? Oh, that would be an iceberg. Why are we where there's icebergs? Because we hired Garys. We let Albert drive the boat. <laughs> Even though when I was showing him how to drive the boat, he demonstrated an inability to learn how to drive the boat so fast that I was like, you know what? You should do something else. Mm -hmm. I'll just handle this. I feel like some twine will work better than you at driving this boat. Well, where's the autopilot? <laughs> Doesn't have one. In airplane. I mean, like. Autopilot isn't really autopilot. It's just. Keep it going straight. Keep it and going. Water that doesn't work like air like that. So and there's no autopilot were, on a ship. Yeah, there's no because if you just like locked the wheel and walked away uh, from it, the water would do something unanticipated, and you would be headed yeah. in a different fucking direction. Correct. Yeah, that's not uh, a thing. All right, autopilot. Hit <laughs> the blow up balloon. Takes the helm. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that advanced you know computer systems now you could probably there's got to be something like that but there is no, no there's not sam because otherwise ships wouldn't get stuck in the goddamn suez canal from the guy drinking too goddamn much the tanker people were fucking pinching every penny yeah and you know kicking back on the old sauce at the same time i'm on a boat Let's that man was cleared of wrongdoing <laughs> i don't think he was he, he, he took years later he was not on shift he was okay. allowed to have his pint of rum exxon valdez that Exxon guy valdez Joe? real hammered 
Sir. I don't remember what his last Lermanke. name was. Lermanke. Sir Joe Sir Lermanke. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. That's not. Right now, Joe Sir Lermanke is like throwing shit at his phone. It wasn't me, goddammit! <laughs> tired of taking the blame. That beer man guy from the Cubs is like, oh, thankfully the heat's all off now, finally. <laughs> all right, so they, they like, hey, get to you know, raise the anchor and do the other thing, and 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 so they go straight to the fucking living room and start partying. <laughs> These guys they, are a crew. They start drinking half empties <laughs> and just eating food that has bites out of it, <laughs> and it's like collapsed on top of itself how long has that food been there too long it was from the party the night before it's been out for 24 hours dude these guys are like third fourth time down at spring break that's like yeah. a bound these this is how you do it i it's guess like yeah. fine you're just a a crazed fuck boy food scavenger <laughs> just eat whatever oh my god okay so, and then Kennedy it comes in and assigns them these tasks that uh, Jackie was talking about. Meanwhile, the cat has made it into the engine room and because of loud noises, I think, has decided to sabotage the boat. Chip. Anything that causes the cat panic gets the little cat out to just wreak havoc. Mm -hmm. Just like a reflex. So you have to be very <laughs> careful around this cat or you should, but nobody really knows. It's like it's like you sneak around the corner and surprise somebody and they fart. That's the exact same thing that's going on here. This is just biological. Yeah. <laughs> I have never been so scared when somebody came around a corner and scared me that I farted. <laughs> yeah, what? I, I, I don't that, think that's a real thing. I find that very hard to believe. <laughs> I have never experienced that in my life. And I love to scare people. But nobody has ever have I scared them by jumping out of a closet or something. And they went, oh, no. And they farted. <laughs> Because really? it happens to me all the time. <laughs> Whoa, there you are. Excuse me. <laughs> you didn't frighten me. That was a greeting fart. That was a friendly greeting fart. Yeah, I'm a tough guy. I'm a tough guy. <laughs> See, I'm not scared. I'm not scared. I shit myself. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, it's pre-shitting yourself, Jackie. You do understand the concept of people getting so scared that they shit themselves. It's just pre-shitting yourself. You're not that scared. You got enough for a toot to come out. <laughs> My God. <laughs> it's just a jump scare. I was still like, now, now if it was a maniac cat crawling out of another cat's mouth, I would probably do more than, than fart a little bit. That's, but you are my wife, and I am not fear, that scared of you. That's fear boner territory. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you have an erection? I just saw a cat <laughs> crawl out of another cat and eat a man. And that aroused you? No, this is a fear boner. It's a fear boner, yeah. <laughs> It's biological. It's the point, lady. Okay, so ladies, uh, the ladies are uh, downstairs, and uh, they're they're as Sam says, they're hinting at their boobies and uh, complaining to the Garys about uh, what's going on. And the Garys are complaining back about having to do dishes, and uh, so they're like, "Let's just make the best of it. We're all on this yacht together." Yay! Meanwhile, Albert, uh, he's running the helm, and as boat captains do, helmsmen, they, he starts pounding that. That wine. I guess he's drinking wine. He just got yeah, some, it looks like wine, and he's going to town on it, not doing a good job driving, starts singing, being the that, best clue galuger you can be. 
Yeah, wow. He's amazing. So good. So he's pretty wasted off of one bottle of wine, which I seems like he's an old pro at drinking, but here he's like just tossed. How much did he have before he showed up at the helm? True. Well, you would think Rachel wouldn't have given him the, hey, Albert, take the helm. Okay. Anyways, so everyone's hanging out downstairs and Walter's getting drunk and rude and he already kind of expresses a little bit of, uh, you know, a little sexually assaulty type of guy. Like, you know, hey, I'm a rich guy in the 1980s. Give it up, ladies. And they're like, no, we got these honey boys. God damn it. Who let these dudes on here? I'm firing that boatman. Where's the cat? The good luck cat. Yeah, Wait, good luck cat. Good luck. Cats on a boat or good luck? No. No. Cats on a boat cat? aren't a thing. Where is the cat right now? I don't know. I think the cat's just down in the engine room fucking off. That's the that's, last time we saw it, right? Yeah. That's what happens yeah. if a cat gets on a boat. It's like, I don't, I am not seaworthy. I'm going I to hide now. I know where the now. cat is. I know where the cat is. He's in a damn storage bin. Yeah, that's right. Because the yep. next thing that happens, Rachel comes it comes up and she's like, dude, Albert, you're wasted. We're in we're next to Greenland now, dude. What the hell? Get out of here. I'll put us back on course. Oh yeah. Also, our engine is all screwed up because the electricals, I don't know. Now because it's of, running hot. Indirectly because <laughs> of Albert, because she's like, just keep this pointed uh-huh. at the needle. And he grabs the throttle and just jerks it until yeah. he breaks something. And it right? scares the cat who then, mm-hmm. like, fucks with the electrical, probably yeah. the cooling system. I don't know what's going on here. I don't either. And uh, so he wanders out. And he's like, ah, I got to go get some more wine because I drank a bottle. And I, I got to go to my wine storage bin that I've got on my pal's yacht or my boss's yacht or whoever. Whatever my relationship is to Walter. I don't know. And then he opens the the storage bin there's the damn cat in his wine storage bin and this is where he gets it he has it coming this is another cat justice moment people cat justice number two this one's really kind of a finicky cat justice because he's drunk and he's like this is my fucking wine cat and he's right it's his fucking wine cat still dick move just be like here kitty kitty let me pick you up and get you some milk he spits in the goddamn cat's face he spits wine he takes a drink and goes that's not an excuse and then yeah, you know, I get pissed drunk, Sam, and I have never spit alcohol at my one of my dogs. Yeah, like, you didn't hey, drown a man earlier either. Let me put it this way, Sam: You drink a bunch of wine in a bar and you spit in a guy's face. What's that guy gonna do to you? I've never drowned a person just to you know on orders though either. Albert isn't a great guy. No, I think uh, Albert's got to come in here. Is he? But, like, yeah, cat justice. Yeah, cat justice. And if he wasn't so drunk, I think the movie's over right here. Because the the alien cat comes out or whatever, the secondary evil cat, like, Uh rears its head out of the mouth. And he's not scared. He just fucking breaks the wine bottle. He's like, oh, yeah. I don't know if you're a fucking alien or a monster. Let's fucking dance, cat. Oh, God, I'm so drunk. And then it gets him. (laughs) Because he went for the second cat that he saw, not the the real cat. He's poor. Double blinded drunk. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm that seeing was, double. No, you're actually, there are two cats. They just, one lives inside of the other one. So, yeah. you know. Uh, and then he, like, after he gets clawed up or bit up or whatever this cat even does, I don't even know. It uh, He just stands there for probably 30 seconds on screen just going, ah, 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 just cluing out. 
which the cat usually shows death lust so off screen when we go back to whatever we cut to and then come back where he's standing up He's mm-hmm. probably punched the cat right in the face and was like, okay, fuck, I, I've killed you, I guess, in the long run. I'm leaving now because you're dangerous, Albert. Danger yeah. to yourself and others around you. I guess. And then Albert just falls off the boat and he's dead. And we're done with Kluga Luger. Yep. Burned brightly. And the, so the dudes want to hide it. The guy that owns the boat, Graham and or Walter and uh, George Kennedy, and they're like, uh, Rachel's going to find out. She's going to be all mad. Uh, so let's just not tell her, okay? And but then Rachel gets up the next day and she's like, "Hey, there's a bunch of blood right here. Uh, anybody seen Albert? Nope. He went yeah, over. Yeah, like why didn't they clean it up? Yeah, dumbasses. <laughs> you want to hide the the fact that somebody has been seriously injured? You gotta wash off the blood. Yeah, no, I I feel like they played it the right way. They just pretended they didn't see anything. New to new, and then she's like, "We're gonna have to turn back." And they're like, "Albert can't swim. He's dead. Just fucking put it in your log." Yeah. Like, okay, I want the boat. We'll, we'll give you the boat if you ignore that man's death, kind of. If you do something that will have your license revoked for captaining a ship for the rest yeah, of your career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sounds good. Uh, so Gary Three, our scientist guy, he looks at a piece of cloth under a sex tent. Now, I want to educate everybody a little bit. My father was a surveyor for many years. He had a sex tent. I've spent many hours looking through a sextant. They're a telescope, not a microscope. You don't... Why they're used on the sea is so you can see far and chart a course, not look at things, make them look real big. (laughs) He does use a secondary magnifying glasses and lens to try to, like, go, maybe this would work, but I don't know. I think he just burns his eyeball out, you know, because all the... He's inside. Mirrors, well, you know... That's how much, you know, those things can heat up, Sam. You start okay. messing with lenses too much, you ah, it just shoots out the back of your brain. Either way, how, however plausible or implausible a, micro, mm. a magnifying glass and a sextant turn into a microscope is, the discovery that he makes is that there's too much blood in the blood. <laughs> he says that it's a thousand times more than normal. Not more something than normal. This blood is a thousand times more than normal. <laughs> The blood has, so it's more blood? <laughs> a thousand times more than, yes. Yeah, so it's regenerating blood at a high rate, that, which is what causes people to bulge. I don't, what? <laughs> <laughs> so there's more? Yes, but So not, much more. Yes. A thousand times more. If there's a thousand times more blood, Jackie, you would just pop. A thousand times that's a lot. It takes it takes a little bit to regenerate. That that piece of cloth has been sitting outside for like at least ten hours. This is you know heavy science, radioactive cat poison. Mm-hmm. It's like blood, mm-hmm. but there's more. <laughs> but there's not more. It's like there's this much blood, and there's too much blood in it. Uh, yeah, right, 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 That's, right. Yeah, a thousand times more than normal. All right, so Walter tries to assault Bobby. And here we go. Here's where the movie really gets lit on fire. Walter comes in. Bobby's working out in her uh, little spankies. And he's like, God, you've got a great body. It's better than Jane Fauna's. And then I start thinking, no, she might have a better body than Jane Fauna. That movie might actually be. She was in shape. She's hot. She wasn't just hot. She was, she was a, like, she was a working out lady. 
I think yeah. she probably was going down the exercise path, like the aerobicide and the the perfect and doing the, the you know the high uh, high ankle socks and the leg kicks and the air thrusting. She's probably doing a lot of that at this point because she's fit. Air humping, yeah, right. And uh, so he's like, all right, well, I get, I best get some of that. You're on my boat, and you know, give it up, lady. And then Gary one comes in and. Uh, or Gary two comes in. He's like, not on my watch. And so he jumps on Walter and then George Kennedy comes in and he shoots Gary two in the arm. Right. Yeah. Shoulder. Right. And then Gary one comes in. He's like, no dude, you shot my bro. And he kicks the gun out of George Kennedy's hand and the gun goes flying underneath the couch. And George Kennedy goes to get it. And the cat's under there. And it's like, catch us. You were a jerk to Bobby and she's nice. Or you were a jerk to, you a shot guy a man who was helping Bobby. Uh, either way, cat justice. I saw a gun and it panicked me. I'm yeah. biting your <laughs> fucking leg off. It bites his ankle <laughs> off. Right through his shoe, too. Yeah, his whole foot almost comes off. And uh, <laughs> so the ladies go to call for help. And then Walter's like, uh, no, we got to get to the Grand Caymans because this plot that Justin, Jackie, and Sam kind of forgot to talk about. They got to get to the Grand Caymans because if they take this $3 million to the Grand Caymans and put it in their bank account, then they'll have all the money. I don't know. He's like, we'll no, have more have money than you account. can imagine. They have a bank account at the uh-huh. Grand Caymans. Okay. They've got to get there before the FCC or whoever's chasing them uh-huh. closes that bank account down. So they've got to get there by because it's Friday. It's late Friday, so they have to beat the them to the bank on Monday morning before they freeze the account, and they have to pull out all their funds but because they've embezzled a bunch of money. The money in the Caymans that people, the SEC can't act. That's why yeah. they put it there. It's that's safe why you from put the it there. IRS. It's like Swiss bank account. It's the same thing, right? Then- well, that's that's their reasoning. That's why they have to get there by Monday. So these guys are just idiots. They're just idiots. Okay. And they have $3 million of walking around cash. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where'd you get that money? That That's the hot tub cash, Sam. That's how you get somebody to go to the hot tub with you. Oh, yeah. They can't spend that on actual things like shirts and stuff, Sam. They got to <laughs> save that for, hey, we, let's go visit the hot tub. Because that's where we're going to kill you. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to go to the hot tub. What about $3 million? Oh, I like $3 million. <laughs> I just have just to get into hot the hot tub. tub? Maybe head just first. a little. <laughs> just get in there head first. Stay down there. I can Money's take a little down hot there. tub. <laughs> okay. So, uh, so the, uh, Walter goes up. Because he got to get to the Cayman Islands and he can't, they can't go back for help or deal with the authorities or anything like that. So he shoots the radio. The ladies can't call. And uh, then Rachel's like, whoa, dude, not cool. Here's a fire extinguisher. And she fire extinguishers the gun out of his hand and it goes flying straight into Suzanne's. And she's like, I'm going to blow off your balls. And Walter's like, whoa, 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 whoa. How about we take the temperature down a little bit and uh, you guys can uh, lock me up. This is the first sign of Suzanne's complete psychological inability Mm -hmm. to handle any level of adversity. Any, like, she is not equipped to be on this boat. No. Mentally, no. Um, Is George Kennedy, like, bulging yet? Is that what's happening? He's downstairs bulging up pretty good. Yeah. We forgot to mention that uh, his hatred of punk kids Mm -hmm. is temporarily... um, 
sub- temporarily subsides because he's like, oh, you play backgammon. <laughs> <laughs> I see. <laughs> Which I've actually, it's really weird. Backgammon's that way. Like I was at this graduation party like 10 years ago and some old guy just like flops out a suitcase, opens it up, it's backgammon and three people walk over there. I'm like, is backgammon like the secret society? And Uh if you see it, you're like, oh, I'll play a game backgammon. I love backgammon. I don't even know how to play backgammon. I used to play all the time. I forget now, but I liked it when I was playing. thought it was a cool game. I like three things. Fine wine, French Renaissance art. And backgammon. Oh, Checks my. Out. A man of culture, I see. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah, he George Kennedy's throbbing up pretty good. And uh, his, his leg is pulsating. And he's go. oh, man. He is, like, if we can <laughs> include all the symptoms of being on your way to death, this is one of the best take that Ben Kingsley's out there. Oh, like yeah. This whole sequence is him dying, not just the last moment, because his last moments are pretty quiet, but whoa, boy, is he. Oh. Yeah. It's hilarious. Meanwhile, the cat is watching, going, meow, cat justice. Gotcha, bitch. Meow. And the group. They standing around him and they're like, so lab cat, we know that, uh, was testing that goop, but so it must have been poison. And when it was poison, it has poison in him. So when it bites you, you get poisoned with the same poison and you blow up. But the cat doesn't blow up. Blood gets too much blood in it. There's so much, but the cat has the right amount of blood. It's just two bodies living in one. I would also like to throw out that Gary number two says that it looks like he's got rabies. No, I've seen rabies before. I've been to medical school. Yeah, Gary number three has to to rule out rabies for the rest of the team. Wait, wait. uh, You said medical school. That's veterinary school, asshole. Oh right, no, I saw I saw herpes. Herpes. That's what I saw. I don't know shit about rabies, guys. Sorry. This could be rabies, actually, now that I think about it. When did you see herpes? Ten minutes ago when I was peeing. <laughs> you too? Yeah, buddy, we Yeah. We're There's seven you people on it. this boat, do the math. <laughs> Nobody's washing their hands. It's a boat. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were supposed to shit in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> Fell off the boat three times trying that move. <laughs> Have you ever sat on a railing and tried to take a shit? <laughs> it works. I heard on this. I heard on the Sneaker Madness podcast that you're just also supposed to use the water as your toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, you just but sit. I can't on the, get my ass that far down. <laughs> you go to the back of the boat where the jet skiers hang off of, and you just drop your buns right in there and. It goes, <laughs> Yeah, you just the hydro wipe. <laughs> it's back, baby. Oh, the hydro wipe is so gross. It doesn't work. <laughs> the difference between the ocean hydro wipe and the river hydro wipe, Sam, though, is that you're doing like 30 knots. It's a little rough on the old uh, beanbag. Uh, uh, <laughs> you actually have to pull your nuts up but so the that wake they of don't the... get pushed into your butthole. <laughs> yeah, but the wake of the boat, it's not enough. It's, yeah. No, it's, you're just you're just shitting on yourself. It's just like any other hydro wipe. 
At 30 knots, the poop is honestly my lowest concern, Sam. <laughs> it's the flesh getting chewed off my body. Okay, so... Uh, so, Kennedy eventually throbs so hard he's dead from it. And they just chuck him overboard. And uh, they lock Walter up. And uh, immediately, they put Gary on... Gary 1 in charge of watch duty. And he's like, hey, Gary 1, you look like a greedy douche. Uh, you want to make a buck? Look at all this money I got. Uh, let me out of here. And Gary's like, ha deal. You're my new Mike, Gary 1. I would also like to point out that at this point in time, when he's bribing Gary 1, mm -hmm. that he's like, do you like this Rolex? I got a drawer full of them. Right. Here you go. And he's wearing a shitty Timex. He's wearing a right? he's wearing a shitty watch. Yeah, yeah Walter's got, got a Timex on. Right. Have my and then Rolex. he's got this giant safe that could easily fit three people. I uh -huh. mean, is he secretly just like, hey, ladies, this is another briefcase moment. There's a briefcase in there with a million dollars. See it? It's back there. Climb into the safe. And then they shut the door and they all laugh to see how long that they can keep them in there before they suffocate and die. Hilarious. It's a rich man's game. Oh, hilarious. Rich men are notorious for locking up ladies in safes until mm -hmm. they suffocate. Yeah, I've heard that. It's on uh, 60 Minutes, I think. Yeah. Weird? Um, okay. Why would you have a safe that big? For money! He's going to the Caymans. He's got more than $3 million to clean, clean out of some he's bank got, account. He's got three fucking briefcase in there. Mm-hmm. And there's still a lot of room. Yeah, he's going to get like 60 more of those briefcases. This is a big job he's got going on down there. Or his own money. Or I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Who cares? Uh, so they uh, then Gary one goes down to Susanna and uh, he starts. They, they kneel Breen out right here. Lays on top of her with her shirt off and that's doing it. I guess they get tired, I guess, and stop. Yeah. Short of yeah. screwing. I feel like uh, the other two actually get the get the job done. They they do the actual screwing, Gary too, and the Bobby. I hope so. It seemed like they really cared about each other. Yeah, as we'll see later. Uh, the next day, the boat still won't start. They're stuck out in the ocean, probably near Greenland. And uh, Bobby's down making out with Gary too. Uh, she's like, "Oh man, oh, you, you you feeling good?" And he's like, "Well, my my penis does, but to tell you the truth." My right arm, I can't feel a damn thing after getting shot. I mean, I've jabbed needles into that. I've uh, stuck it on a hot iron. Uh, I've, I've, I've tried to jerk myself off with it, you know, to the old stranger method if you catch my drift. But uh, it didn't work because it just falls down on my side. And I'm like, well, that's pretty much how it goes with every stranger I've ever had jerk me off. So whatever. Uh, but uh, yeah, other than that, and she's like, well, let me see if I can make it feel good. And she lifts up the blanket and the cat's eating his damn arm. <laughs> He doesn't even know. He's like, oh, shit. <laughs> and the cat's like, you said you couldn't feel it. I was just going in for a nibble. <laughs> like, bad timing, cat. Like, this is not cat justice, right? The cat no. is actually trying to contribute to, uh, like, meow, meow. You're, that lady's making your, you feel good. I'll make you feel good, too. Meow, meow. <laughs> I think the cat at this point is just hungry. Yeah, because it oh, okay. eats his fingers. Yeah. All yeah. Right. He's just right. hungry. And. I mean, if you're sitting right next to somebody and their fingers are being eaten by a cat, you would hear something. Yeah, you would hear some flesh being ripped off, the cat making open mouth cat noises while it eats. I mean, <laughs> I'm you would sorry. hear something. 
I'm sorry, Gary, too. I thought those were the noises of the sea. <laughs> <laughs> not not the fancy feast of the sea. Yeah. <laughs> That's chicken of the sea. <laughs> so sorry, he's like, but... no. And he's inconsolable. Oh, yeah. He's beside himself. And he's like, I'm already dead. The poison's in my blood. And he's, he's got he's it on 11, and it's awesome. Pointing at his hand. Ah! And she's like, I'm never going to let you go. And he's like, I'm jumping off, so you better let go. And she's like, no. And then they both go over. Davy Jones Locker, here we come. And she's like, I guess I'll just die with Gary, too. I loved him. Because she doesn't come back up. Neither of them come back up. I mean, I'm sorry. Gary, too, is the one that really wants to kill himself right here. But it ain't happening. He lost some fingers. And whether the poison's in his blood or not, yeah, I guess it doesn't take that long. But it seemed like it took about, like, 30 minutes for George Kennedy to, you know, pop. Uh, and he got half of his foot chewed off. You lost some fingers. It's going to take you a little bit longer than that, but Cut it off uh, at the elbow and, and uh, yeah, cauterize right? it. Yeah. See yeah, what happens. Dumbass. Stupid Gary. But either way, they both are going to swim back up. I mean, I couldn't do it. <laughs> no. <laughs> She's like, I kind of didn't really want to die for you anyways, Gary, too. But uh, she does. She, she dies does. for Gary, too. And the two guys jump in. Gary, one and three, jump after Gary, too. And they have bad dives. Yeah, they do. Those are bad dives. They're not Hall of Fame bad dives, but they're bad dives. Mm -hmm. The the boat was a lot taller than they thought, and uh, they both did about a a three quarter forward flip. Yeah. So uh, they decided to let Walt, Walter out to help hunt the cat, and they bait it with some meow mix with poison in it this because is, that's what this is. They had the, cat food on the ship. So Walter's like, we're gonna make a cat assault team. I'm like, this could be interesting. And then cat assault team just two dickheads and some tuna fish. And they don't even do the right thing. Just set it down, wait for the cat to come to it, which will mm -hmm. happen, and then right? shoot the cat. Yes. It's like we need to get Scott Evil on this boat. No kidding. Because uh, they're spreading it around that, everywhere. He's like, I'll put some over here, I'll put some over here. Like, so you're gonna put it in 30 places, like, and then check all 30 of those places at once, you dumbass. They're like, well, wait, let's not let Walter out. He's evil. And they're like, no, let's let Walter out because then we can make a cat assault team while you guys work on the engine. Where are you guys going to trap the cat? In the engine room. Wait, that's where we're going to be. Why are you putting poison food in the engine room to bring the evil cat to where the people need to be working? The whole point is to get the cat away from the people. Yep. Set it out in the open in a wide open area where you can't be killed by a, a small animal. Yeah, then you don't even have to waste of how a bullet. Evil it you is. Punt it. Point. Stupid people. All right, so Gary one, he finds the cat and he starts shooting up a, the damn engine room, and then I guess he hits an O2 tank or something because the gas like blows his face off, or does the cat does the gas blow the cat into his face, and then his face comes off? No, the whatever was in that tank that sprays out and hits him uh -huh. burns him up. Yeah, he melts his skin off. Okay, all right. So he's steam. Dead. He's dead. He's yeah. dead. But not before he shoots a hole in the fucking boat. He shoots he a bunch of holes in the boat. He shoots a bunch of holes in the boat, Jackie, and I'm poking a hole in where you're going to go with this later. But anyways, uh, Walter wants to give up. He's getting in the lifeboat. 
And they're like, no, you can't give up, man. You got to keep fighting or something, bro. Whatever. Uh, oh, or like, why can't they take the light? Why can't he take the light? Oh, because he would die because he doesn't have any food. He's like, I don't care. And then Suzanne. got to get to the Caymans by Monday. Yeah, Suzanne. You'll never make it. You won't last two days. Uh, okay. Uh, Suzanne's also given up on life. And uh, everybody's worried about the food because the the evil cat has had some nibbles mm-hmm. on on their their shrimp cocktail. I guess He's claims that if you ingest it or it gets into your bloodstream, then you'll become infected with cat poison. Did you guys bring vegetables? Because cats no. don't like vegetables. They also only brought two days worth of food. Okay, well then that was a problem to begin with. Yeah. Like, you weren't going to make it to the Cayman Islands, guys. Two days? Are you kidding me? Boat broke well, down? Shot I also the radio? Like the, that the cat licked all the bread. That's all it does is it licks the bread and then it's like, <laughs> I made a mess. Yeah. It tore up a bag of bread and they were like, it's all poisoned. And then Suzanne we only have is like. champagne and cornflakes left. And Suzanne's like, I'm dying of starvation. You're like, it's been an hour, Suzanne. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> like she You're used to starving yourself, you stupid. I've we've seen some people lose it on the show, but nobody has lost it like Suzanne loses it. <laughs> yeah, she goes pretty weird here. <clears throat> In fact, she gets the key to the storage locker room where the food's at, and the cat's in there, and she's like Well no, she before that she tries some of that bread that the cat kind of chewed up and then spit out, and she's like it's not bad. <laughs> she says, I knew it. They were keeping it for themselves. <laughs> but the poison gets her. The cat's staring there in their meow meow cat. It's not evil cat. It's not like, Susan, I loved you. Don't eat that food. And then she gets the grody neck, the throbby neck, because that's where mm-hmm. I guess the food, their blood got too much. <laughs> yeah, this cat is watching this happen because she's like, oh, you wouldn't hurt me, would you, cat? And the cat's like, you are the first person I wanted to fucking kill. Thanks to you, I'm stuck out in the middle of butt fucking nowhere on a yacht. True. A cat probably. So uh, that cat is like cat justice. It ate my food. And now it's going to die. You know what? When you put it like that, Jackie, I'm giving that up. Uh, that's a cat justice, right? Cat there. justice. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to be on that boat. Why do you think I was in the storage bin? I didn't want to go on the boat. Yeah, because I. This is my theory. So the cat watched them put the tuna fish in thirty different places, right? And so the cat tore up a loaf of bread and mm-hmm. put it in 30 different places to try to trick one of them into eating poison cat food. Nice. Nice. I like it. Yeah. Okay. A little Dutch store action. So uh, the yacht has sprung a leak now from the inside. That's where I'm talking about, Jackie. The water is coming out of the boat, not going into the boat. And the hole is huge. No little piece of crap 38 pistol made that hole it's big maybe the water made the hole bigger it's coming out of the boat that's a good thing the water's coming out of the boat hey everybody we're not gonna sink you see an exterior shot of the boat the outside of the boat is white the inside of the boat is dark water is pouring from the dark side to the light side (laughs) it's like oh god damn it Graydon. it's hilarious if you're a keen-eyed observer like myself, astute as some may no, say. No, you're wrong. Okay, all right. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to put this to the listeners. 
If you watch the scene, Gary shoots this hole and then the pressure from the ocean coming in makes the hole bigger. That's what I'm saying happened. But the and it water happened in the engine room right before he got his face blown off with the steam. Good. The water is leaving the boat. Good job, Gary one. <coughs> okay, so either way. All right, so Rachel and Gary have now got on the lifeboat because the yacht is sinking and Walter's going to get join him, but he, first he's like, "I got to go get the money." And or left one suitcase behind. So he goes to his giant vault room that Jackie's talking about. And the cat's in there. The cat's in the goddamn storage bin again. What are you doing, kitty cat? How'd you get in there? <laughs> and it eats him. Like, cat justice? Yeah. This guy's been nothing but a jerk to this cat. This cat wants just wanted Walter dead for some time. Yeah, and the cat was like, you tried to rape my friend. Right, yeah. And the savings and loan scandal. Right, right. I mean, I... He's a criminal, and the cat's just, you know... Same thing with stopping the robbery at the beginning of this film. He's a cat gelanti. Vigilant... No, Okay. Shut up, Justin. All right, so... uh, Vigicati... Yeah, it still sucks. It uh, sucks. <laughs> so Gary's like, hey, uh, I got to go find Walter. And she's like, I'll meet you down at the boat. He's like, okay. So he goes back to the room, finds uh, Walter. Actually, he's dead. What she's what he says, we can't leave Walter behind. And she says, fuck Walter. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> he fucking killed people. Get yeah. in the boat. Get no. Why save Walter? Oh, I save Walter. Anyways, I would not have. So he goes back, but it's a, to set this up, this whole thing. He jumps off the yacht. The, bo- the lifeboat's always down, already down there. Swims to the lifeboat, but the cat jumps off too. And also swims to the lifeboat. He's like, oh no, there's the cat. It's hilarious because it's hanging on the side of the boat. It's like. Rah, rah, rah. <laughs> <laughs> it flies into his face and he catches it. The first person is like, okay, just don't let the cat bite your face. And he throws it out of the boat and the cat's like, I no, just got in. I can get it. in the boat again. She, she punches it off the boat. She gets it right in the ribs and it goes. <laughs> goes back what? in the water. And it comes oh, back no. for more. <laughs> it's not over yet. <laughs> Does the exact same thing. Look, <laughs> look, honey. We're going to be doing this a long time if we don't come up with another plan. <laughs> yeah. I think he just wants something to float on, is what he says. Yes. And he about throws the million dollars, and he says, don't do that, stupid. Put the money in here. And then he throws the empty briefcase, and the evil cat gets on it and is like, bye-bye. <laughs> the cat is like, uh, one thing's for sure. I'm never getting rid of this luggage. Oh. Uh, Joe versus the volcano. <laughs> And it, yeah, it floats away. So they get away. They go to like, I guess the Grand Caymans and they're like, hey, authorities, there was a mutant cat and it killed a bunch of people and sank this yacht. Well, we found no evidence of any of that. And you guys sound crazy. So get the hell out of there. And they're like, <laughs> little do you know, we got a three million bucks over here. And uh, then up on the beach floats the suitcase. And this little boy picks up a completely different cat. <laughs> so this is the question. That I have from beginning when you said that the other cat becomes a lifeless cat suit. Uh-huh. Does when 
the cat that's evil floats up to the shore. Is uh-huh. there just a black cat? And he's like, hey, come over here. And then he gets inside that cat. Yeah, you're right. He, it has to because the other his skin suit sunk with the yacht, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, hey, come over here and look at my million dollars in this briefcase. And then he gets another cat suit. Right. No. It, yeah. He, so he could be any cat. He's now a changeling. If the only change he can make is two cats. Yeah. He can just go from cat to cat, which leads me to my second question. Does humanity survive? <laughs> it's going to take a while. <laughs> I think it does. And here's my I think angle. we're fine. <laughs> we're okay because it's on an island. So at worst, they're just going to blow up the Caymans with a nuclear mm-hmm. bomb. But yeah. that might actually make the cat more of a monster Ooh. than it was before because it was a yeah, radioactive radiation. cat to begin with, which right. makes it like Godzilla cat. Yeah. Then we oh, don't make a, it. That's a big kitty. That's a big kitty taking out Tokyo, everybody. <laughs> God, I want to see it. Let's make a franchise out of the uninvited. Actually, it's not even the uninvited. It's just uninvited. Like, you're not yeah. allowed over here, buddy. And is it the cat that's uninvited or is it the Gary's? Everybody <coughs> except Mike is uninvited. Right. And it has to be uninvited, not the uninvited, because the uninvited from 1944 is a fantastic film. Okay. You wouldn't want to confuse the two of them. <laughs> All right, uh, that's my question, Jackie. What's yours? Uh, I don't have any. Okay, I have a question. <laughs> Please, why were they making the cats poisonous? Why? And then, like, whoa, we didn't see the poison we were putting into it, creating an entire other entity, or maybe they poisoned a cat. And that cat became an evil cat, and then it took out one of the other subject cats that hadn't been poisoned yet and used that cat as its skin suit. Yeah, so basically, they made this cat, and they probably Mm -hmm. bend it. Right. And it's always bending itself because it's trying to get home. Yes. Because it came from a bit. (laughs) all it knows. But it gets out of the bin, and it's like, hey, come over here to one of the other cats. It's like, yep, and it jumps in there. And he's like, ah, (laughs) and, but at that point they made a cat poisonous with radioactivity. What was the end game? Um, Who's paying for this? (laughs) What if Paltrow, I guess. Oh boy. Like, is it a military thing? Like we've got it. We've come up, we've, we've made the cats poisonous and the general's like, What? What are we? What are we gonna do with the poisonous, the poisonous cats? What are you doing? MK Ultra. That's where it's going. You know, we're gonna huh. ship these cats to Moscow. A, they're spies and deadly assassins. Gorby will never see it coming. Yeah, we're we're actually doing pretty good with Gorby. Maybe back off of the uh, the the nuclear cat plan for just a little bit. <laughs> Also, the last time we sent a cat into Moscow, it got ran over by a car immediately. So uh, let's uh, let's pull back on the uh, on the cat stuff. Maybe maybe go with dolphins. I hear Russia's got dolphins securing their bridges. So uh. (laughs) as a curiosity, how did you make the cat poisonous? We have no idea. (laughs) We just rubbed two cats together. That's what? And they got charged. 
Uh, you rub okay. two cats together, your two cats are gonna fucking claw your face off. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, <coughs> well, I guess that's all my. Uh, we we did a pretty good job of solving this one, Sam. Uh, and Jackie. And uh, I'm going to move to final recommendations, starting with Jackie. Oh, it's a definite do. Um, that cat puppet thing is just so awesome. And <laughs> I mean, it, it, it kind of it has some slow bits, but for the most part, it's pretty action packed. Okay. And the plot is just fucking ridiculous. I loved it. It's a good time. Sammy? It's so much of a do that I'm at the point now where I'm like, if it's written and directed by Graydon Clark, I'm giving it a shot and probably going yep. to like it. Yep, I agree. We have not hit a dud from Graydon at all. Uh, this is the second time I've seen this movie. The first time was via Rift Tracks, uh, which is probably the way most of you have seen it. Um, sorry, I don't. Don't on Rift Tracks. Do on just the movie by itself because this gained an extra star on second viewing without riff tracks. I absolutely love this film. I think it's fantastic. And you know exactly what it is? It's the VHS that you and your buddy find it at 10 o'clock at night at the rental store. You judge it by the cover. You pick it out. You never even heard of it because it wasn't like it went to the theater. <clears throat> Excuse me. It went to the theaters. And you get home and you pop that thing in and you are laughing the entire time. It is also epic for riffing. Uh, its pace is perfect for it. I mean, there's just no other way. This is this is one of my favorite bad movies, and it's a complete and total do. So there you go. Three dues. Uh, yeah, three dues. We haven't had one of those in a while. Uh, we got some listener feedback this week uh, from new listener Aaron. Uh, he woo hi Aaron dropped in. He slid into our DMs, and uh, you can also slide into our DMs at facebook.com forward slash stinkermanis or twitter.com forward slash stinkermanis or email us talk at stinkermanis. Email us and sometimes Actually, if it's late enough at night and I am drunk, I will answer. Okay, okay here we go. Aaron says hello, stinkermanis crew. Hope I'm not bothering whichever of you runs this account, uh, any of us. But I just wanted to say how much I adore your show. I drive for FedEx and am massive am a massive cinephile, so your show keeps me company on busy days. I particularly love the Volcano MK2, Mortal Kombat 2, I'm assuming Mortal Kombat Annihilation, uh, 200 miles per hour and Driven episodes. Uh, I'm surprised anybody loves the Driven episode because I do not want to have anything to do with that movie ever again. I found we it through the 200 mile an hour episode and Sam's impressions of the Asylum special effects artist had me laughing for like five minutes. Busy bee! <laughs> and won me over. Your podcast is kind of a comfort show for me that I put on when I need to laugh when I'm writing music and even fall asleep to it sometimes. So thanks, Aaron. P.S. I can't be the only one who's ever thought Sam sounds exactly like Bill Murray. Right? What? Really? Yeah. That's cool. No, I've never heard anybody say that. Sam always gets Paul Giamatti. I do. Well, I look like Paul Giamatti. I don't get sounds like Paul Giamatti. You sound pretty. I, I swear to God, sound... if they order the fucking Merlot, I'm walking the fuck out of here. <laughs> you have had that moment many times. Yeah, in, uh, I kind of yeah. sound like Giamatti. Yeah, you do. And look like him. Yeah. Uh, so thank you, Aaron. I uh, appreciate the uh, positive feedback. We also appreciate negative feedback. If you want to tell us that we smell like a homeless person. Um, next week on the show, Sam's pick. What is this surprise masterpiece? 
as it will be Halloween, the day that it airs, mm-hmm. we will be doing Snoop Dogg's Hood of Horror. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, fuck you. I've wanted to watch this. I've never seen it. <laughs> it's actually going to be the first anthology piece that we do, because it's it's vignettes, like it's Tales from the Crypt, so I think there's yeah. three different stories in it, something like that, but... Freak show. Yeah, check yeah, it out. Yeah, I like- wanted to watch this, and I, it's like on in my queue, mm-hmm. so I'm... Okay. Okay, what, what's that streaming on, I'm kind of excited. Sam? Uh, Tubi, and I believe okay. if you have Amazon, you can do it without commercials. Bitchin'. Uh, there it is. Uh, guys, have a great week. Happy Halloween. Get to the chopper.